Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Gigantic. February 2nd, 2024, Gigantic Pop. Uh, doing a bit of a hybrid today, a news roundup of stuff going on in the world of wrestling. I am, I'm Raj Geary, apparently. No, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined <laughs> by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary. Uh, Matt, racing home to do this today. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Yep. <laughs> uh, Raj, the big news that everybody's still talking about both Andrew Zarian and Sean Ross Sapp are saying Mercedes Monet, AEW March, bank on it. See what I did there? Yeah, and PW Insider reported that, uh, according to a source of theirs, and PW Insider is you know, always very accurate. They said that Monet is signed and was filming content for AEW earlier this week uh, in relation to her debut for the company. Uh, it was noted it wasn't independently confirmed, but that is according to a source. PW Insider, I don't think, would run that unless there was something definitely to it. So, yeah, Mercedes Monet to AEW. I feel like that's been kind of expected the last couple of months. Um, and so... Yeah, yeah, huge signing for AEW. Yeah, Matt, what do you think? Is this uh, a satisfying payoff to the mystery of where Mercedes would show up next? Yes and no. Yes, because it's exciting. It's going to improve and bolster their women's division, right? Um, but at the same time, February, I got to wait now? That that So, like, it takes it takes that initial pop away of, Oh my God, Mercedes Monet is here. Right. Uh, it, it being caught by surprise. You know what I mean? So, so, so I'm excited for AEW and AEW fans, no doubt, but the surprise element of it all, it, like when punk came back to WWE, right. Or Daniel Bryant uh, turned up at AEW that, that caught me off guard. Like that's the, the little elements of surprise. I still hope to see in wrestling, you know, every once in a while. Yeah, Tony Khan is uh, promising a big announcement next week. Got to assume that this is what it is, uh, that it's Mercedes and uh, the signing of Mercedes. Uh, not coming until March. So I've got to assume maybe she's not March now? yet. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, that, uh, it's, my bad. it's February I 2nd. <laughs> I didn't mean February. I meant March. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I keep forgetting it's February too. That January just wow. flew by. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I think uh, one of the things with Mercedes coming in, and uh, and it's 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 something we've talked about it in the past, is when you had CM Punk coming into WWE, right? You had him getting in these segments with uh, Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre and and Cody Rhodes. And those felt like huge moments. Uh, Mercedes coming in is going to be a huge moment. She's a huge star. But who is she going to be in the ring with that has anything close to that? Because the women's division hasn't been pushed that hard. They haven't had a single women's pay-per-view main event as far as AEW pay-per-views go. I'm not talking about ROH. So they need to really bolster that women's division to make this signing really worth it. 
So I think they'll get that, though, because hear me out. The rub in general that she's going to give those other women, that's what you're paying for, besides the fact that she is an attraction. She is. That's not hyperbole to say that uh, uh, Sasha Banks, a.k.a. you know Mercedes Monet, is is an actual attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still shocked WWE did not throw her benzos, uh, uh, benzes, any kind of anything they could throw at her to get her to be in that women's rumble. Um, I'm, I'm actually still yeah. shocked that they did not, as they say, back the Brinks truck up to her home and say, please, we need you back. We have no problem with how you left. You know what? That was our fault. My, Our bad. Our bad. Let's start all over again. I would yeah. have done that because she's yeah. that she's that big of a name, that big of a draw. I don't use that word draw lightly. She's a draw. Yeah, I think what what this this regime has shown is that they're not going to overspend. They're not going to break their salary structure uh, for any one talent. And so, I mean, so, that's so something. Little, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's a little bit of physical responsibility in that, right? I can't. When you say it that way, it makes me feel like <laughs> like a complete circus. <laughs> Throw everything, but <laughs> at the same time, that is the one female talent that I would throw everything at. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I do think this is the if they if I've said this before if if it, within a year from her signing she does not main event a pay per view and they cannot oh. elevate the women's division in AEW there it ain't it ain't happening I don't know how they get there it's been four years now can I ask one question guys I'm yeah. sorry um what is the status because you guys corrected me last time when I was upset that we haven't seen uh, Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. And, and a hot minute. Um, yeah. Is she no longer injured yet? Do we know? I don't know. I, as far as I know, she's still injured. But I could, I could see them saving her return for when Mercedes comes in. Yeah. So having because confront Mercedes will will be that big she, moment. Uh, because it's not an exaggeration to say she absolutely can hang. She's wait. I think I think the world of her as as a talent. Yeah. When I watch whatever she does on the microphone, or and more importantly, inside that ring. And this is no disrespect to anybody, but Britt is by far their biggest female star. And I know when Soraya came back, I think a lot of people thought she would be, and it's still Britt by by a mile. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that Soraya had that? You know, she had a broke, you know, broken friggin' neck, as they say, and um, came back from that. And it was a great feel-good story, but do you think the layoff had anything to do with her, I hate to say the word popularity because that's not fair to her, but she's been off television for a while versus mm-hmm. uh, uh, Britt, who I just, you're right. she She's it, in my opinion, and I'll take Britt Baker, and I'm not, ex- again, not exaggerating. I'd take her, and I would put her in the ring with any of them WWE uh, female uh, wrestlers as well, and I would expect her to still look like a star a big star yeah and yeah. um and yeah I, I, you know about the injury and everything i think a lot of it has been that they kind of just put her in the background with a bunch of other people and i, I mm. feel like you need to focus individually more and that's why tony storm is killing it right now right it's because oh. she's got that individual attention she's got her individual character she's not just in some group constantly uh being a member of a group she's her own personality yeah. and it's paying dividends yeah. Can I say something really quick, Glenn, about Tony Storm? Yeah. So 
at the press conference after, and everyone's making fun of Tony Khan uh, uh, after the last AEW um, pay-per-view. I, I keep confusing PLA and pay-per-view now. That's how old I'm getting. Um, with and I watched the whole thing through, and like people like were taking cheap shots at Tony for wearing the hat and the glasses and looking like a circus clown. Yeah, he probably should have taken it off after, but like he's the one that put it on him, and good on Tony for playing along with sure. it. If sure. you guys saw it, you know, Tony Storm, I'm talking about, and she ran that press conference. She was hilarious. She's so good in this character. She she's, in my opinion, another huge star. So they do have. A couple of women, if not a few. No, they, there's probably like six or eight, I think, yes. that you could say. Uh, I mean, just but, off the top of my head, I mean, Sasha and Tony, Britt, Abaddon. Um, uh, you uh, don't think Ab Abaddon's getting a push, man? That's a Okay, so I had a, pu I had a push once upon a time. That doesn't mean nothing. Abaddon's yeah. great. They are phenomenal in the ring. Um, great character work. Who else? No, I want to hear. Okay. I want to hear more. Statlander. Yes, yes, I'll okay. give you that. Yes, Soraya. Yes. Um, you still got. Uh, well, well, are we talking pay per view main events or people no, she I'm could talking, work with? I'm no, talking, well, you got to build a division to get to the pay per view main event, though. And people that you could put in the ring with her, and they're not going to look lost. And yeah. they don't look like they don't belong. He's right, especially on Chris Statlander. Shame yeah. on me. That should have been my second name out of my mouth. Yeah, because you great. don't just start. You just don't announce Mercedes Monet is coming in in the main event of all in this year is Mercedes versus Tony. But you need a division. You need a build. Yeah. You have to get. And then this is, I mean, I gave you like seven. I think that's. Uh, I think we, no, really... we said six or seven. I'm not trying to put it in okay. the spot, but <laughs> so, someone. Someone in the chat, they've got Diana Prazzo. Okay. Ooh, okay. There you go. All right. And Sky Blue. I, I mean, Sky Blue's not ready yet, but she's she's that yet, could but be she, down the road. She's getting there, though. Yeah. She's improving quickly from what they started her off at and what she's being given now. She's run with the ball, and they've given it to her for what it's worth. Yeah. Yes. And I don't know. I don't know me saying Abaddon. I'm surprised that's controversial. That they are the character I would play if this was a it's video not game. Controversial. I'm not saying it's controversial. You said that. I'm just saying nobody like nobody's buying a pay, like if it's a pay per view main event. Abaddon versus like come on. Has she even wrestled on Dynamite? And it's not. Hang. Yeah. Let's be clear. And let's be clear. It's not her fault. It's. It, it's the character that she's playing. There's nothing sillier about Abaddon's gimmick than there is about Tony Storm's gimmick. I or Britt Baker is a dentist. But she she the, is a dentist. Yeah, I've I know, been but that's her, her character. She's but not that, Isaac Yank. And she's yeah, not Isaac Yankum coming out but with the I'm saying that like, it, And I like this about, about Britt Baker. It's a little bit big boss man. It, I like vocation-based timeout. Huh. In real life, I've been to her dentistry in Central Florida. I swear to Christ. I'm not saying that she's not a real dentist. <laughs> I'm saying that I like those sort of gimmicks, but I'm saying if I told you, if I told somebody that doesn't watch AEW, it's like, who's one of their top homegrown female stars? Well, Britt Baker. Oh, what's her character? Yes. Well, she's a dentist. And they'd be like, yeah, she's beyond no, that. No, that's not her character. Her character it's is part of her character. No, her character is she thinks she's the cat's pajamas. Yes, I'm old for using that saying. Um, <laughs> but that she's the queen bee of that division. And I agree. And I bow down. That's what I every agree. female wrestler, that's every female wrestler's gimmick. They think they're the best. But here's, the best the gimmick. here's the every difference. Every wrestler thinks they're the best. Here's the difference. She is. <laughs> Matt, Matt, when you were a wrestler, people were like, do you think you're the best in the world? You'd be like, well, I'm okay. 
No, like, I want to be mid. Um, I have, uh, no, mid Carter with upper management uh, uh, potential. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, yeah. So, but um, my point is, though, the, they've got the, the point. Tools. The point remains. Aside from Ronda Rousey, I don't think there's anyone else other than Mercedes oh. they can bring in. So okay, Glenn, you bring up, you bring up a good point, and we're talking about this way longer than I'm sure we expected to. Yeah. To our fans watching, but like. Why is Ron okay? I'm sure Rhonda's doing what she wants to do because she's sure. Rhonda freaking Rousey, she's a megastar. So that's another one, Raj. We got to give them props for that they have. So, why are they putting her on Ring of Honor? And well, Rhonda wanted to do that to it work with a, her friend, she's not signed to AW. It was a one they oh, could get not? her, yeah. But look, given Rhonda's tweet about Bruce Pritchard and stuff like that, like I'm said, what I'm saying is that's the only other chess piece aside from Mercedes that Tony Khan can put out money for that's going to have a measurable okay. impact on growing the women's division. So, but my point remains, they got a Although, year, they got a year to do this because it's sad that there's still one women's match on every pay-per-view. They, they mm-hmm. haven't really invested in that division. No, there's not. There's usually two and you give three with the pre-show. That's what I saw. Is there? It's Yes. Uh, I was looking at somebody posted the stats the other day and it looked like it was still pretty lean, but David oh, Magna, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Oh, he yes. Came back. Yeah, Thunder Rosa. That's another one. They have one. a stacked women's division. It's just that they don't have the right stories one. for them to. Yes. So, yeah. folks, and, that, that yeah. is another one to throw the shrimp on the barbie, as they say, as another, he- not headline, but very big name talent that can absolutely go have a great storyline because Thunder Rosa is very good in all that and in the ring. She's another one. I'm sorry. The women's roster is better than people give them credit for. And I'm just going to say this also, not to just keep putting Abaddon over because I think they're amazing, but if you want to get a younger demographic in wrestling, like wrestlers that are more toyetic, that have that element, are really, really important to this business. And that's still where the women's division in every company crushes it. Time out. For action figure purposes... That's where Toyetta comes from. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Oh God, she's incredibly Toyetic, and I like her gimmick. And I'm a, I'm the guy that likes Kane, Kane, Undertaker. Anybody that has any kind of mystical powers, I'll be the first one to tell you. Yes, I don't feel silly saying it. I'm a huge fan of that. Brings me yeah. back to my childhood. Um, but at the same token, we're talking about what Raj's initial question was: mm-hmm. Who can main event? pay-per-view period yeah. and it's good that's going to be brit or tony probably brit or tony with so even tony and, and tony's probably my favorite female wrestler at the moment because i love her i love entire yeah. shtick everything about it but do you think you could get through a match where it's being taken seriously with a mercedes monet with tony? it's going to be a weird feud mm-hmm. but i'd love to see it It'll be entertaining, what? but I, I do think there's a weird aspect to that with that gimmick. Hashtag watch out for the shoe. Yes. <laughs> That's it. But we've talked about this before in regards to all of wrestling. If, you, if you're too reliant on your gimmick, in the, all the years we've been doing this, it has been argued before that gimmicks have more of a ceiling to them. Even yeah. Bray Wyatt is most hot. Still... Yes. It felt a little weird when he was Universal Champ. It did. And what happened? He had a huge hammer they made him use in that match that the poor guy 
you know, was ever never never able to live down. Same as Seth Rollins was never able mm-hmm. to live down to this day because yeah. of that one part, because that's him being in his character. Yeah. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. And that's, that's, uh, but I think Tony is, is phenomenal. I think Tony, the funny part about it, if, okay, so if more eyeballs are on, like, let's say because of Mercedes, more people tune into AEW, mm-hmm. I think Mercedes fans are going to love what Tony's doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's exposure, right? So bringing more eyeballs on the product helps with that. And we already saw that with AEW. Look how Moxley, or look how Moxley brought more eyeballs. Cody brought more eyeballs. And who did that benefit? MJF, Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy. Like these guys, had really had something to offer and more people checked out the product. Like you're trying to get people to sample this. Mercedes is going to get some people to come back and she's probably going to get some net new viewers on dynamite. But that's what we've seen in the past. They brought in punk Danielson, Cole yeah. edge. Uh, so many, so many people you have to maintain that just bringing them in is not going to do it. And I think the mistake they made with punk in a lot of ways was they didn't have him go for the big fish right away. And I yeah. feel like with Mercedes, you got to do that. You got to have it with Britt. You got to have it with Tony. Someone at the top, top, as opposed to lower on the card, because it'll dissipate quicker uh, once she comes in, if unless it's a, a hot feud. That's what I think WWE did the right thing with Punk, by getting him right in there with Seth and, and Cody and, and the top stars. They did. And to be fair, they put him in the perfect match that usually you do not get hurt in, ever. Right. Yeah, yeah. And this is twice. I love my guy. He's he's probably my favorite superstar today, Punk. But this is twice my man has been fine, has been injured in a Royal Rumble. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to be smartass about it, but it's like those are the easiest matches there is. You get a guy in the corner, you pretend to ch- you pretend to choke him in the turnbuckle, or <laughs> pick him up over the top rope. Oh wait, am I strong enough? I can't do it. Hey buddy, come help me do. It. It's the easiest thing in the world. Um. Yeah. You know, and, and he got yeah, a, he, it. Was it was a weird spot he got hurt in too? It was that it was taking the future shock by Drew McIntyre, which so, w- which yeah. And this is what happens when you don't take bumps every day. Mm. And again, I still go back to, and I'm going off topic here, but Punk putting on a little bit more size than what he's normally used to carrying. Yeah, mm-hmm. let me give an interesting example though. Here, I think the problem or the challenge that AEW has had has that most of their big signings follow the Moxley route, which is like, oh, I was at WWE when I was doing this stuff, and now I'm at AEW. I just want to dive in there and work great matches and work with talent and get into it. I would argue Mercedes and uh, his uh, ability to cover the weekend aside on a cruise ship, uh, with Mercedes, they need to follow the Chris Jericho route, bring her in right at the top, Center a lot of the women's programming around her and recognize yeah. that she's a massive yes. star. Absolutely, Duh. yeah. But but, but but everybody else does the Moxley route. Everybody else comes in and they're just there to work with the talent and they're really impressed with AEW. And now they're not under the man's thumb. Mercedes needs to come in as the marquee women's star in AEW. Well, Dan yeah. Danielson came in and they put him in with uh, Omega right away. Yeah. And that- was a huge success. They did a huge yes. thing for that. I and love. And they just have Danielson lose every ma- big match for the next year, so it didn't mean yeah. as much. But that's still one of my favorite matches to this mm-hmm. day. Was, it was awesome. Versus you know Omega. I love that match. It was awesome. But it's exciting. And then, look, people have been speculating for a year now where Mercedes was going to go. I'm surprised WWE didn't make her the offer that it would have taken. But this is going to be right. Yeah, I mean. Wow. You know, I wonder 
given everything else that has happened and even the story for the developing day, if it were today and those conversations were happening, I have a feeling they might think it's worth the dollars. Easily. And if I can, real quick, while we're talking about women's wrestling in this moment in time on our, on our, mm-hmm. on our show, I encourage everybody, you know what a Jordan Grace juggernaut mark I am. If you guys can, go check out TNA's uh, YouTube page. Mm-hmm. They've got a great little... Uh, um, not snippet, but like a, a seven-minute video of what it meant to her to be part of the Rumble. Interviews with her mother, uh, Gail Kim's reaction to her coming out at the Rumble. I don't know if you guys saw it. I'm not gonna lie, I got teared up watching it because I'm a big wuss now, as older as I get. But it'll make you tear up. And um, that woman, I'm sorry, she is a star. When she yeah. walked, and my favorite part about when she came out in the Rumble was there were probably fans that maybe didn't know who she was, but they gave her the reaction anyway because of what she looks like and how she presents herself in her aura. Um, dude, yeah. that, if I, I don't care how much time she has left with TNA. There's, if I'm WWE, I'm finding any which way I can to the minute that contract's up, another one I'm backing the Brinks truck up to because she's a stud. Now, I've been following Jordan for a long time on social media. My recollection is she wanted to keep her day job, which is why she went with Yeah, because she was a free agent last year. Yeah, She was. So does that change, though, when oh, I know. we're talking millions of dollars or sure, a million sure. dollars? Well, let's talk about that uh, to sort of wrap the subject here. Jay Miller, three three eight nine five dollars has a super chat saying, WWE didn't Ooh. want to upset the recently signed Bailey and Charlotte. By offering Mercedes more, WWE might feel uneasy doing that. Also, okay. Becky is still to sign. This is where not having a union harms wrestling, Matt, because I think there is this perception amongst wrestlers, and I'm not just saying women's wrestlers, among um, among wrestlers, that a wrestler would look at another wrestler's contract value and say, oh my God, how did they get this money? This is money I should have gotten. Rather than saying, well, if the company is willing to spend this on one talent, I can use this to my advantage to try and get that same level of money because they're pushing the boundaries the next time I go for it. It's like a rising tide lifts all ships. It's not about they've got a set budget, you know? It should. It should. And I do think the towns today are savvy enough to do that. I don't think, like, I'm all for wrestlers union. I think they definitely need one. Absolutely. And if I'm being honest right now, I am hoping that they're – with the stuff that you're going to get into later mm-hmm. about Vince McMahon and his demonicness and disgustingness, um, that it will shed such a freaking spotlight on professional wrestling. Like all of us right now as fans, like I might be a former pro wrestler, but I'm still a fan, just like everybody yeah. watching. And we all have that pit in our stomach right now that I know you all know what I'm talking about because this guy gave us our childhood and look what he's done. And what, in my opinion, I must, it's my opinion terrified uh, he what the hell was this dude doing in his 30s 40s and 50s right yeah. so with that said there's this huge spotlight on w on wwe specifically i'm hoping this leads to a union yeah as well on top of other things that need to be handled right um and the reason i say that glenn i don't know why you're laughing at that, no but, no no i'm laughing because i've got an interesting thought but i'll tell you oh, in a second sorry but 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 um and, and i do hope that that because there's this huge floodlight on them right now that they do the right thing finally and they do create a union because the wrestlers do need it but to your point real quick the wrestlers today are very savvy and i know for fact that they do use somebody else's contract they just gave Mm -hmm. a raise to let's say 
as, hey, that's your person that you just gave a raise to. Here's my ratings on the, I'm dead serious. Mm-hmm. On, on the quarter hours that I was on your, they're very savvy, way more savvier than when I was wrestling. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, man, the reason why I laughed is I think WWE is going to go overboard on protections, councils, committees, process, because they'll do everything in their power to stop a union from happening. So they're I going agree. to. So, so it was issue. Vince, though. Yeah. It, yeah. it was piece of shit Vince that was always against. He shut the doors. What he always told us. I was in the company when he said it. I, that, that I would close the doors at WWE before I ever allow a union. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? Homeboys fucking out of here so yeah, yeah, yeah. but and, i, I, I quick, be, yeah i'm sorry uh, oh, oh i was gonna say uh going back to jay miller's uh and, and about uh signing not signing mercedes because of the the increases it would have to lead for bailey and charlotte you gotta remember wwe bought wcw and the best business decision at that time would have been to buy out goldberg's contract and hogan's contract and nash and hall and do wcw the right way and that could have led to a second company second pay-per-view revenue those pay-per-views would have been through the roof, but instead they didn't want to buy those contracts out. They didn't want to overpay them, pay them what they were making in WCW because it was more than their guys were making. So to keep their salary structure in place, they lost out on millions and millions and millions of dollars. Good point, Raj. Yeah. Very good and, point. Uh, T. Smitty 3000, the $10 super chat. Thank you, T. Smitty. Um, saying, I know y'all want it to happen for AEW, but Mercedes signing there won't do squat for one reason. Tony Khan sees no value in women's wrestling. Please tell me you uh, caught Obafemi's match in NXT, Matt. We'll talk about yes. Obafemi. Yeah, Obafemi, absolute beast in the ring. If, Tony, say, oh, oh, sorry. if Tony saw no value in women's wrestling, he wouldn't be spending this kind of money or giving airtime at all. I think that he's easily distracted and has it as sees it as a secondary value prop but if he, he doesn't see no value in it or else he so wouldn't real, be in that business at all Sorry. so real quick t smitty i did see ola femi at the behest of the gentleman over here <laughs> Glenn Rubenstein. rubenstein i need, I need to, so I good need to check out Oba. i haven't i haven't watched it yet um She's freaking that. She's really good. And, and, and to your point, Glenn, I, I think yeah. it's not about Tony not seeing the value in women's wrestling. It's just he yeah. hasn't been able to book it effectively. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's been a lot of men's stuff he hasn't booked effectively. That's true. Lately. So Peter Bahi, $5 Super Chat saying, according to Cassidy Haynes, Jacob Fatu is officially a free agent. Where do you think he'll go, WWE or AEW? I don't know what to do with him because he's very talented. He has an amazing look. Great. And he's like actually really good. He's not a solid worker. He's a very good worker. Like, like, like oh, he's a solid. He's awesome. No, he's not. He's amazing, I think. And he screams superstar. If you saw him walking through an airport, would you not be like, who's that guy? Of course you would. Like, he passes every single test of flying colors. The only thing I can think of, I don't know what his age is, but I've heard his age. Um, he's 31. Oh, really? What? Yeah. No. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Then, folks, I have no, I have no reason on God's green earth why this guy is not with a major company. I have no idea. I saw him. Wow, thirty-one. Told yeah. you guys at the time he wrestled in the San Francisco indie. Jacob Fatu versus uh, 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 what was it? King Fat Boy Papa Esco. Talk about like two big meaty men slapping meat. These were these huge guys just throwing each other into like folding chairs, like through the audience. It was an amazing indie match. Jacob Fatu is an absolute star. How come, nobody was giving, 
How come nobody's giving me and Monster Abyss or me and Samoa Joe meat chance? <laughs> Big E didn't come up with the term till like four years ago. So <laughs> he, he did like, kind of. Fatu has gray in his beard. Like, are you sure thirty one? That's what that's what it says. Yeah, thirty one. Okay. Man, I hope and, so. Uh, and Rikishi, Rikishi's his uncle. Rikishi is the one who announced that he was a free agent yesterday. Obviously, built-in story with the bloodline if he decides bloodline to go there. But as we're seeing, we're going to get to Okada here in a second. But the bloodline uh, needs this. Bloodline needs Jacob Fatu, in my opinion. They need something. Wait, yeah, here, here's the quote. The bloodline needs a transfusion. And that's Jacob yeah. Fatu. Ah. Hashtag Hoive, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah, the bloodline needs something because it's gotten stale for sure uh, since SummerSlam. So, and if he's it. keeping that belt after Mania, we need something to get us through until he drops it. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Finish the story, Cody. <laughs> yeah. And he's not, yeah, like we were going to talk about, he's not the only, and, and as we've seen with Tony Khan, he's willing to spend a ton of money for new talent. And now there's these reports. Okada is now a free agent as of yesterday. And um, there's these reports that AEW and WWE both have spoken with them. AEW's offer is actually bigger than WWE's mm -hmm. uh, for what they're offering. Well, I believe that. Are you kidding me? Tony Khan, not – of course I believe that. A yeah. thousand percent I believe that. We actually talked about this a couple months ago yeah. where I said Okada is one of those guys that Tony won't let get away. Um, so it all de depends on if Okada cares about, like, the extra fame that comes with WWE and the WrestleMania and all that, or if he wants to make more money and uh, do the style of matches he's accustomed to already on a slightly lesser platform company. And to be fair to them, they're brand new. There's come on right. with what, a few years old. <laughs> well, AEW has more of a footprint in America than new Japan does. Oh no, definitely. I mean, oh, versus yeah. WWE, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. So it's still, but it's still, it's still more exposure and a bigger platform. It's just not WWE. But I, the, but here's the question, Matt. It's like, because you had this when you were loyal to TNA all those years. Yeah. Would you rather be on a bigger platform that books you and presents you worse potentially? No, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. So nope. something to keep in mind. But I think with Akata, this is gonna be interesting. I'll be shocked if AEW doesn't make this work though. Because wrestling, we get into it because we love it, right? We were fans growing up, all of our wrestlers for the most part. And the, the slow death is doing a character that's not you. You know it's not you. The fans know it's not you. It is a slow death, guys. I know it sounds crazy because like you're going to be paid all this money. You can't just suck it up and do it. Yeah, you can until you can't. And and then you have your family, your friends, and all those that that, that love you. That like, what are you doing? Like, this is not. It, it's so hard to explain. But there's a release that every wrestler gets when they get that one opportunity to finally be themselves, and it's exhilarating. And it's it, God, if you could like sell that drug on the street, you'd be the most popular drug in America. Yeah. Well, and it's sort of the thing. It's like money and record sales aside. You know, it's like bands want to be Pearl Jam or Metallica. Mm -hmm. Um 
you know, uh, they would probably ra sell rather sell less records than be in something like Nickelback or Limp Bizkit that isn't seen as having that credibility, even though more money comes with it, fame comes with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you want to be taken seriously at your craft. Yes. Yeah. And and the thing is, Okada, if Okada goes to AEW, they need to do a better job of making him, him feel like a big deal because he did have mm -hmm. a match in AEW and they actually lost viewers for his match and that episode did not do a, a great rating. It was an average rating. So it's got to make him feel special. You got to book him right. And, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully they can do that as opposed to just, just having everyone assume they know who he is and not present him to a, as a bigger so, deal to a newer audience. Let, let me ask you a question. What's the diff like for Japanese fans to come over and watch their, their favorite wrestler Okada, what's the time zone difference and what is, do they even have a, like is AEW in Japan? I, I never thought of things. So. I don't think so. I think you could catch it like on, on streaming, like maybe on fight and stuff like that. But um, so that's yeah, a hindrance. That's a hindrance. He's not able to bring his viewers. If what you're saying is true. Well, he's got a big following on the internet, but I think we've seen the no, internet. I, I, following is only going to get you so far. I'm specifically from his right from, from Japan. Yeah. yeah. The, with the time difference, um, if they it's are a big time uh, difference, <laughs> yeah, but it would be, it's actually not that big, but it would be like, um, yeah, it would be late but night it, there, it's, it, but it's irrelevant if it's not on yeah. one of their channels there, right? Yeah, because it's actually behind, so it would be on, probably be on the afternoon. Which, to be fair to AEW, I'd be very surprised they don't have any kind of cable outlet of some sort in Japan. I'd be very surprised at that, actually, yeah, because they have so many Japanese stars on their show, yeah. Oh. They're on a streaming platform in Japan. Hey, uh, Transferring Heat, is it a popular uh, streaming platform or is it a jabroni platform that nobody knows about can't find? I mean, what do most people think about Peacock? Without WWE, like Peacock isn't even in most people's conversation as a streaming platform. People that love Office are all over that. Wait, what? Yeah, but you get, it, you get it free with cable with a lot of stuff. Like, you don't uh, hear... Aside from Poker Face, which you didn't enjoy as much as Raj and I did. Oh, my God. Um, you guys overrated that so much. They haven't. <laughs> I gave that thing eight episodes because of you, too. Yeah, like, after like, eight episodes. going to get great. There were some great episodes. Uh, the Ted series is surprisingly funny, if you like Seth MacFarlane humor. Like, that's pretty good. I used to. Uh, yeah. Someone uh, trained. Sorry. Transferring Heat, making a good point. Okada has lost every match he's had so far in AEW. Transferring Heat, answer my question. There's a platform they're on in Japan. Is it, is it something that everybody can get? Or is it like next to impossible to find, Transferring Heat? Transferring Heat's our fourth uh, guest host this week, folks. In case you uh, is it the Paramount Plus of Japan or is it the Netflix? That's the question. Great question, Glenn, and good analogy. Um, are, are we if if are, are we are we done with this topic? Because I, I do have sure. a little uh, some news that broke today. Yeah, um, some sad news. Uh, Carl Weathers, uh, who yes. played Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies, uh, he was in Mandalorian, Happy Gilmore, Predator. Uh, he oh. passed away at the age of seventy six. Uh, died in his sleep. Um, oh. Okay. On Thursday, so at least he passed peacefully. That this is part of our childhood, especially those of you that are in your forties, like we are. Major part of our childhood, major, major. Yeah. And then, and then when we're in college with Happy Gilmore, he had a right. resurrection, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man. Dude, Peter he still Bob looked great in his. Oh, 
If he dyed his his uh, his beard and his goatee, he would look ten years older than he did in Rocky IV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, this bad. iconic character, yeah. To your point, Matt, his characters have like we've grown up with them, um, yes, and they've been iconic. So it, it's so sad to actually. Rocky came out the year I was born, so yeah, yeah really sad news. He was so great. I I was I was always hoping that he would end up in one of the expendable movies with Mr. T. Nah, him and Stallone are still, uh, they've got issues over some royalties and some other stuff. That's, that's a shame. I know, but it goes to show, man. Like, mend your fences now because you never know how long you have left, right? Um, and good to, uh, to, to your point, uh, Glenn, yeah. Jimmy MT91, the Rocky quote, there is no tomorrow. Yes. Uh, before we move on, um, Matt, I need to share with you in the audience that I found out during our pre show that Raj Giri has never seen Red Dawn. <laughs> I think I don't want to okay so I don't want to lessen my making fun of Raj reaction to this, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure we did know that because me and you did bring this up on one other show a long time uh, I mean this is a that that Raj, for our generation that movie was scarring but important incredibly mentally scarring oh my god was that scarring and I oh my the worst thing and holly 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 you remember yeah. that yeah, 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 the worst scene ever. Oh my god! I want to Russia invades up. Colorado, Raj, and it's up to a group of high school students Ooh. who go yeah. to the mountains and, use, and as the Wolverines, and they uh, lead a uh, insurgent effort to take down Russia in their town. It's actually surprisingly a very good movie, but but, but like, it, it freaked me out. Way, so the way Glenn just said it very quickly, like I'm being serious, like as a little kid, and I'm being really like shook by it. I'm not lying. I was very, very. I'm not glad. Yeah. It shook the crap out of me. Yeah, because it was just like, wait, Russia could invade the U.S. <laughs> and I'm a little kid. I'm a little boy. And all I keep saying, Hulk Hogan versus Nikolai Volkov, yeah. USSR. Like they're bad. We're good. They're bad. Um, but as a little kid, we didn't know any better. We didn't know it. You know. Yeah, first yeah. PG-13 film. Yes. But Patrick Swayze, C. Thomas Howell, Leah Thompson, Jennifer Grey, uh, wow. Charlie Sheen. A dirty dancing reunion there. with Yeah, and you know what's funny? In uh, Red Dawn, they hated it. each other, yeah. which is why it's even funnier they were a couple in Dirty Dancing. Yeah, if you get a chance, please. I know you're not busy. You're busy as hell, but you need to see this because it it, it's an important movie. All I right. Promise. Yeah. I'll take it out. I remember starting the remake and that kind of – Remake is that. better than people say, but it's a different film. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta watch right, I'll check it. I'll check it out. I'll, I'll yeah. add that to my list because I've been looking for older movies to to catch. Yeah. Um, I guess so. The, the Raj you wanted to give an update on the Vince news for the Wall Street Journal today. Yeah. Um. So it, you know, it, it had been reported that. Uh, the federal government was investigating Vince McMahon. Turns out it wasn't just the SEC. Uh, federal, according to the journal, federal authorities have been investigated, investigating sexual assault and sex trafficking allegations against McMahon. And they have been in contact with women who have accused McMahon of sexual misconduct. And uh, over the summer, they executed a search warrant for McMahon's phone and delivered a subpoena to him for document, documents relating to any allegation of rape, sex trafficking, sexual assault, commercial sex transaction, harassment, or discrimination against the current or former WWE employees. I'm just reading this from the journal. The yeah. grand jury subpoena, uh, subpoena described in the journal offers the first window into the investigation, which began in 2022. Uh, 
where it was reported that he made payouts to several women who accused him of sexual misconduct while he was CEO and that prosecutors were investigating the payouts. The subpoena also sought communications between McMahon and these women. And uh, a big part of this is that with the, the woman uh, that came for, uh, forward the lawsuit last week, her and at least four of the women named in the subpoena have entered had entered into settlement agreements with McMahon over allegations of sexual misconduct and prosecutors have interviewed some of the women. So some of the women that had signed NDAs in the past are being interviewed for this, uh, for this federal investigation. And, and according to Vice, uh, McMahon secretly had the NDAs drafted and they, and entered into them without WWE's knowledge, which is why when the company became aware of these hush money payments, it had to revise their earning statements at that time. A lot, a lot going on. Obviously, we don't know more than this. John Laurinaitis, he was in the news as well. He's he's saying he was also a victim in this. A victim of McMahon didn't deny any of the allegations from last week. So, as we're seeing, this is going to get McMahon stepping down and resigning was not the was not the end of it. It's going to be it's going to be ugly and. It's going to come out, you know, they're going to investigate who knew what and, and who didn't act and who did. So, act. so, so it, it's obvious that there's not a person that has a hearty, a heart in their chest and a brain inside their skull that doesn't think this is absolutely putridly disgusting, demonic, terrible. That's awful. What I, what I, what I texted you guys that yeah. my former boss is worse than any movie monster in Americana history, but in real life. Um, with that said, the reason I'm tentative to, for us as a podcast to speak on this is because it's going to keep changing. It's going to keep, we're going to keep hearing more of this and more Mm -hmm. and more and more. And you don't like, no offense. You have to be a brain surgeon for everybody that's watching this. Um, to everybody be in agreement. This is obviously horrific. This is bad. This is gross. This is terrible. Right. Yeah. So, 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 I, Glenn, like it's anything we, anything we say is the obvious, right? Like this is, this yeah. Is and just so people know, and just so people know, I want to be very clear about this. Part of the reason why we're not covering this more doing standalone episodes is one, we don't well, want to exploit headlines for engagement or be like, oh, the, you know, the latest in uh, criminal prosecution, yada, yada. Like, we want to treat this with sensitivity, but I do think. This is where the Wall Street Journal and Vice and they have some of the best, most thorough investigative reporters like we could spend hours just you you could just hear our disgust and reaction to this. Uh, but I don't know that we're adding anything to the story. And I know it's good as a community to have a place to talk about this, but we also want to be very sensitive in how this is discussed. So, I mean, it's. I, and the other thing is, you know, reports have come out five flat today that WWE talents are saying like they felt terrible reading this, like a, a scarred because they're working for this company. Of course they do. Was, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is like it's um, it's it's really tough. Um, and I think this is where WWE is going to have a problem, no matter how much they try to distance themselves from Vince. Is I do think there is going to be a reckoning amongst yes. some wrestling fans about not wanting to even watch yeah. 
the company because it brings up all these other feelings. You know, so, and I'm not saying that's every wrestling fan that can't separate it, but I think that look, we uh, Matt, let me just finish this. We have seen there's a lot of people that we grew up listening to and watching that had really bad stuff come out about them. And we've had to learn to separate the art from the artist and everyone makes their own personal decisions about what media they want to support or content they consume based on the people behind it. And I think that it's a reminder that we watch wrestling because we support the wrestlers, the talent, the hardworking people that are out there putting their, their bodies and health on the line to entertain us. It's just really, really tough given how much Vince and the McMahon family have been a part of that programming, benefited ultimately financial from it. It's I get where some people might say this is the line they draw and being able to support them. So so here's why, with respect, yeah. why most people, especially children, watch professional wrestling is because going into an all special um what should have been an all special needs school and taking the short bus to school, i.e. me. Um, and, and being taller than everybody else, right? My first day at school and being jumped by four kids and then being jumped by three kids and being jumped by one kid or then two kids. I got the crap kicked out of me in grammar school. And the one place that I can go and escape from all of that was no question WWF, whether it was on Sunday um, where I lived in the Northeast or whether it was uh, later on, you know, as I got older on Mondays and then eventually SmackDown came, even in college, but a shitty game or, or bad things happened to me, a girl dumped me, whatever have you, I had an escape to go watch pro wrestling and, and continuing into my adulthood. If at a really crappy day at work, and this is most people, you can go watch pro wrestling and escape. The yeah. problem with this one is the escapism part that pro wrestling is supposed to give us we're not able to escape because the first thing that's flooding in our heads is holy ish, the creator of all this that gave us this, that gave us our childhood, essentially, especially for escapism, is a front and center of ruining it all and doing horrifically terrible, like things that you couldn't even imagine. Yeah. And this is just what we know of in his 70s. 70s. Yeah. What? 30s 40s 50s what was he doing yeah. and, and and so we shouldn't be wanting to think about that ish when we're watching ww or any pro wrestling for that matter we're supposed to be able to go watch that to escape from whatever we got going on in our worlds that is why wwe or ew or any wrestling show for that matter is supposed to offer people and that's what i was always trained every time i got step foot in the ring to remember when i try to put my anything i could out there the best I could to my ability. Remember, there's people watching this show to get away from some real serious ish that's going on in the world right now. That's why we give them everything we can once that bell sounds. And uh, I don't know. This is different, and I'm not saying better or worse as far as the content, but it's not like, you know, we often hear people, and I don't want to get into naming names and allegations, but it's like, oh, he was America's dad on screen, but oh yeah, he was doing all this other stuff that's terrible, right? Y'all know who I'm talking about. But with Vince, the crazier part is that for the better part of the last 30 years, he's played like a a bully, disgusting, like had really, Trish, Trish yeah. Travis barking like a dog in her in her bra and panties. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it really and, and people during that time would say, Oh, this is just fiction, and he's giving the audience what they want. But it's kind of like, nope, this might be really who the dude is. As 
as a young viewer at the time, I, I remember I was watching this at my in-laws with, with the Trish Stratus scene that you're talking about. Yeah. I'd never forget where I was. I was at my in-laws home trying to get them to like, isn't this rock guy amazing? He, he talks about Hawaii all the time. He's, he's, he's a uh, uh, Kamaena. Um, he's from the islands and, and trying to get like the mom and dad and everybody involved into pro wrestling and liking because it was during his biggest boom. And they all loved it. But, like when they saw that, like, what the hell is this that you're making my, you, you know, my, my girlfriend had the time, Larissa, who's now my wife watch. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it's one of those embarrassing moments that we all have as fans when we try to have somebody that never watches wrestling watch wrestling for a quick second, right? Oh, yeah. and, and guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. By oh. the way, like if you, Bailey, this is your life, old day, I blame that all on people who are sitting at home showing somebody wrestling who'd never seen it before. That's why those segments happened, to embarrass you. Oh, yeah. That's a, so, so I just... There's nothing that we're gonna add to this, folks. No, that, that that other, other no disrespect to other podcasts when I say this, but it's the truth. They're, they're taking advantage of the opportunity to add views. We're not here to add. Some are. Views. Some are. I mean, there some, are people. Some, some. Yeah. Okay. But, but there but, are but, real journalists that are doing a very good job of covering this. And there are some okay. where you just can't avoid the topic because it is yeah. the the biggest topic. You know, it's okay. not it's but, not even in but, wrestling. But, it's all over. But they. So since you all said that, now I need to say this, okay. and they all need to keep going back and rewinding and rewinding and rewinding and rewinding and rewinding because of their first show they brought out that they have to eat uh, take back certain points they said. So that's why I'm not a fan of talking about this because you, as long as you're a human being, like you're not somebody that's standing on morality island going, "This guy's a piece of shit." No shit. Everybody in the world thinks this. You're not special in thinking that. We all, there's nobody that doesn't think this. Nobody. Everybody yeah. thinks the same thing. This is the most deplorable, disgusting thing in a, again, 70s. What? 70s. Yeah, and I, I know a lot of people, you know, uh, it, it came out in the lawsuit that Vince, uh, you know, had made the first payment for the NDA for a million dollars. He was supposed to pay 500000 each year uh, starting with last February 1st, and the next one would have been uh, yesterday. Didn't make those payments. I know a lot of people thought, oh, well, Vince would have avoided all this um, if he had just made those payments. But that's not the case. This federal uh, grand jury subpoena has been happening from well before uh, th that lawsuit was filed. So this was this was coming down the pike anyway no um, I don't, it's I gonna don't be ugly know. it is and and i and i, I we want to be sincere with our viewers right we came back together because many people want to see us the three of us specifically mm -hmm. back together right and talking about what comes yeah. up in wrestling and this is what's come up yeah. and i've tried not to talk about this because it's i don't ever want anything to be perceived as people are doing things for clicks i don't like that yeah right yeah and that's why today we didn't put this in the headline we didn't do a special edition on it like thank you uh, Glenn, by our thank brand you both. thank you both I, I i have the utmost respect for hard-hitting investigative journalism like that's sure. not that's what, what i do but that's not why people come yeah. watch our podcast yeah. that is not right. why yeah they come to hear about which 80s movies I hadn't seen, and you guys give me crap. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's really, I mean, it's really what we founded this on. Uh, <laughs> abruptly shifting gears, Vincent R. wants to know with his super chat how does the AEW reverse their live attendance woes? Some of their attendance has been bad lately, like around 2,000 people, uh, give or take. Um, 
it's making the product hot again. A lot of that is getting the right stars and getting the right feud and, and just getting that buzz. Hopefully Mercedes, they can do right by her because it's an opportunity to bring back some buzz, uh, get things hot again, but they need to follow up right away and, and capitalize on that buzz as opposed yeah. to it's a big deal. One week, everyone talks about it like with edge and then it just, you know, fades away. Right. It's besides you're right. So one big part of that is if you look at how they book their shows, they run a flood of shows in the same area. Yeah. And they're not too far from each other. So if that's the case, like, let, let's, I'm, not, I'm just using this as an example. I'm not saying this happened. Let's say it's Connecticut, right? That's where I was born and raised. Let's say it's Connecticut. They're running, they would run a show in Hartford and then Bridgeport and then be back to a different place. But in Hartford, um, they're, they're all, they're having, they're, they're too close to one another. And so if you went and saw one of the AEW experience, you're going to get it. You're going to go watch that show. You're going to be done with it. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. It was great. But you're not going to go back and watch the same damn thing again the next night. Yeah. Right? So you they need to add more space and variety in between where they're booking their shows at because they're all on top of one another if you looked it up on a map. Yeah. Mm. It's true. So... um we can talk about this before we wrap. Um, I was going to say also the the rating yeah. this past Wednesday night for for Dynamite 0.26 on the lower end of you know one of the lowest that they've done. Their collision rating, which was against the Royal Rumble, is expected to be you know yeah. the lowest ever, and it was. It was a 0.06, uh, 300,000 viewers. That 0.06 was even lower than I expected, but lowest in show history. This week obviously will be bigger. Um, but I do need to start wrapping it up here in a second. We're getting ready to go to the mountains, and so hopefully, uh, not because I'll, of I'll watch Red Dawn. Dawn. I'll watch Red Dawn before so well, I can get some tips. That would be if, amazing if, if stuff goes down. Watch <laughs> it in the mountains and get your daughters to go out and work on survival skill techniques. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Get them some of those Rambo knives and oh, with the serrated edge. That's the key. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, let's wrap this up. Um, I don't know if we're doing another thing this weekend. We'll if listen, if more news pops uh, pertaining yeah. to WWE, AEW, yes, we'll we'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but folks, please uh, keep again liking everything you see here. Please subscribe, and uh, um, again, so it increases our, our our chances on algorithms to be able to be popping up in other people's feeds as well. So please. And also, if you've seen the past several episodes, we've done a ton over the last couple of weeks, but we try to answer as many questions as, and comments as possible. So leave a comment, anything we didn't get to. I know we had a ton of uh, people making comments during today's episode. Please leave a comment if, if we didn't get, you know, if, if we didn't cover what you uh, were asking and, and we'll definitely try to get to it. So, and we appreciate your support. Like Matt said, please like and subscribe. It helps us out a ton. And leave, like you said, leave the comments in the comment section. I generally try to run back through them when I can and answer the majority of them. I swear yeah. I did. And I want to thank everyone. Our Royal Rumble episode this uh, past Saturday is our most viewed episode on YouTube. 14,000. Really? Yeah. More than, CM, more than a CM Punk one? Yeah, our, uh, the oh. one about Tony Khan's Twitter is our second most popular. Than <laughs> That's Rams because I went berserk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow oh, Tony Khan needs to tweet again so we could uh get some more views no just kidding well, thank, no seriously thank you folks for watching that the ple and coming and watching our show right yeah now. you guys yeah and, and we'll definitely be doing uh wrestlemania of course and probably elimination chamber right yeah i'm down 
Yes. And maybe sure. Sting, Sting's retirement. That'll be huge. I'm down for that too. Yeah. Yes. And NXT Vengeance Day this Sunday. I'm uh, not down. Yeah, maybe not that. Yeah, not that. <laughs> gonna be good. Uh, word has it uh, Tiffany Stratton's gonna be on SmackDown tonight. So yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. Cool guys. See y'all next time. He's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at the Raj Geary. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Uh, Marie, hope you get better from COVID soon. Sorry you uh, caught that at the Rumble. But uh, yeah, get better, Marie. <clears throat> Love you, Marie. We'll talk to you all soon. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.